0: Sci fi fantasy thriller. I'm Jeremy Fair. My pronouns are he, him, and I will be the dungeon master.
1: My name is Megan Kelleher. My pronouns are she, her, and I play Ava Elkin, whose pronouns are
2: also she, her. I'm Cage. I'll be playing Sol Red
1: and both of our
2: pronouns are she, hers. I'm Danny. I'll be playing Whiskey, and both of our pronouns are she, hers.
3: I'm Rob. I'll be playing Info O Scott, and our pronouns are he, they.
4: I'm Adam DeWeese. I go by he him and I'll be playing Dr. Shepard who goes by they them
0: Last time on Eclipse, you all went to a swamp area to go talk to some lizard folk to see if maybe you can get them on your side to help you help the Aarakocra from finding out what happened to their god that had been murdered by some weird Sawaguin that seemed mutated. And um, in doing so, you fought some giant crocodiles, you won, you have some leather vests being made for you, and then you went into this lizard folk cave and spoke to an emperor The Emperor's name was Orzo, and you managed to convince Orzo to send you 12 of her Lizardfolk warriors and also have her greatest warrior, Zoltan, travel with you to go to a Salwagwin lair and try to figure out, like, what the hell is going on. But just before you were about to leave, you actually all somehow invited the Emperor to go and see your ship. So now you are all walking out of the lizard cave and heading back out into the swamp with the Emperor Orzo, her little lizard folk companion Minxie, that's actually a kobold, and at this point Zoltan, and um, all of you are just walking back towards the ship. As soon as you get outside, immediately this Emperor is going to be aghast at how giant the ship is, even from hundreds and hundreds of feet away. You know, she has never seen anything made of like metal the way that the eclipse is built, but also it's just so large and it just looks so alien and foreign to anything uh, that she had ever seen. What is that? That's your Gary. Yep. I I don't understand. You live in there. Mm -hmm. Well, it can, that can travel the stars.
2: Yeah. I mean, we we don't live in there all the time, only when we're traveling, but...
0: Mostly.
4: you want to go in? Wait, do you want me to go inside that thing?
0: I thought you were just showing it to me. I was asking, do you want to go in? Uh, well... She's looking around. She looks to, to Minxie, and Minxie is looking at it, but doesn't seem nearly as surprised as the Emperor does. Yeah, you should go inside. I, like, went in there, and it was pretty cool and stuff. And um, I didn't get eaten or nothing.
4: Zoltan did go in with us and liked it very
0: much. Yeah, it was um, it was it was fun and it was cool. And then I squished that fish thing. So would you? I I mean, I I guess so. If if Minksy thinks it's safe, Minksy will nod.
2: All right, Zoltan, forward, please.
0: So I'm assuming you all walk around on the more dry land portion of the swamp instead of just wading right through the middle.
2: Oh, yeah, for sure.
4: Except for Sultan and uh, uh, Whiskey, that is, of course. (laughs) (laughs) He's probably nipples deep in this water.
1: Do lizards have nipples?
0: Are you like on Sultan's back again and just riding him over? Oh, yeah.
2: I climbed up at the end of the last episode and I'm still up there.
0: All right. So, yeah, all of you at this point are walking back towards the eclipse. As you get closer, Gary will detect that you were all returning and go, this is Gary opening boarding ramp. What was that? It's Gary. It talks too? Yeah. Too much, some say. <laughs> yeah, don't be scared, Ozo. It's not like it doesn't do anything. It's just like a talking wall or something. Minxie just nods. I don't understand. This thing can talk, and it can fly across the stars, and it's like a house? What is it? Is what is it made of? Is that stone? Kind of. Metal. How do you make stones fly? When I throw a stone, it sinks right into the bottom of the swamp. It's a lot of science, rockets, magic. Well, that must be some pretty powerful magic if it can move a giant rock like this. And it talks, is it enchanted? Some sort of golem?
2: <laughs> well, I mean, it's it's an AI, which I guess is kind of a golem-ish thing, but it's more science than magic.
3: AI? I thought you said it's Gary.
2: Right, but Gary is a, a type of an AI. Oh. Just like you're
1: a lizard man. Yeah. And you're also Zoltan.
2: Yeah.
4: But uh, that's actually a perfect, <laughs> perfect analogy. Yeah.
0: But I'm not AI.
2: <laughs> right. But you're a, a lizard folk.
4: It's a metaphor.
2: So AI is like the thing that Gary is. Gary's not a lizard folk. Gary's an AI. Like I'm a halfling, not a lizard folk. Oh. But I'm whiskey. Okay. You're very different from Gary. But
1: you, what you have in common is that you both transport whiskey around. <laughs>
2: Maybe I have a i maybe no no, no you're you're way uh you're way nicer than the Gary is to ride, so
0: as you're talking, orzo is and minxy, of course are walking a little closer, kind of in front of you all, towards the boarding ramp. They haven't like just straight up walked on board, but she's like checking this thing out, she's um. Intrigued to say the least, a little bit cautious, but Minxie is like leading the way. Kind of actively guiding yeah, her I, over. I, like you see her like ushering with her hands in a kind of like, it's okay, come on, sort of uh manner.
5: I think Solrod wants to be kind of like watching minxie's reactions to like our conversation, but also um as as they get closer to um the ship, just kind of like because they're clearly reacting differently than Everyone else has so far
0: on this planet. Yeah, that's that's too. for sure. Go ahead and roll a perception check. Yeah,
4: I don't I don't trust this minksy minksy. Min- c- min- There's some
0: K's and S's in there somewhere.
5: That's a whopping seven.
0: Seven. Okay, I'll keep that in mind with my descriptions. <laughs> so you're all walking forward, and um, Orzo will look back at the rest of you. So I just, I just go. I just walk. I just go inside. Well, you're sure I won't eat uh, one me. Of
2: us should go on. You know,
0: I'm trusting you all hey, a yeah, lot. No,
2: let one of us go on first.
0: Yes. Yes. That would be best. You, you go with them, too. And he, she's like pointing at Sultan, like telling him to go first. All
2: right. Come on. Let's
0: go. All right. So Sultan just starts. He doesn't care at all. He just is like essentially just short of skipping <laughs> around, almost like humming to himself and and walking up this ramp like he's climbing some stairs or something at like a quick pace and he's like yeah it's cool it's cool it's nothing to worry about orzo come on and he's like just walking up briskly up this ramp so you're moving at like 30 <laughs> miles per hour it feels like <laughs> are, are we all going in or is there anyone like gonna stay like outside for any reason yeah I'll be going in So ready to go in okay so all of you but Info board the ship. Info has is just sleeping in the throne room alone. Well, he,
4: he got they got to get some power.
0: And you all go in here, and the place is a mess. There is still things flipped over. There is still blood and literal corpses oh, yeah. on the ground in the medical bay. But nonetheless, Orzo seems, at least for the moment, more amazed at everything that she is seeing. What is that? I've never seen anything like this in my life. She's like touching the walls and running her little clawed hands over every strange device that she sees. Minxie is meanwhile looking around, but just kind of staying silent as always.
1: Well, your majesty, this is absolutely what it's supposed to look like and always looks like on the inside. Are
0: these the, the, the weird fish creatures you were talking about? She's like getting near to look at the bodies, but not like getting super close. Yes, this definitely looked like sauguin to me. What happened to them? What happened to their face?
2: Um well we had to cut their heads open to get the fish things out of their heads.
0: Oh okay, yes, logical. Logical of course.
2: So their faces kinda got fell off.
0: Hmm. I can see why this is a problem. I wouldn't want even to have to cut my face open. Or even Sultan's here for this matter.
2: Right, I like Sultan's face where it is. He he can see to take me places.
0: That's what I'm saying. If I if I could prevent that that would that would be great.
5: So, uh, do you want a tour of the rest of the ship?
0: There's more? Yes.
5: This is just one area.
0: This thing's huge. I mean, it's not as... It's not it's not as big as my throne room, but it's still... My throne room can't fly or move or whatever this thing does. Do you want to see the claw? Yes, yes. Show me around. Mm.
5: Yeah, we could... We could show you, like, the claw and... And the sonic hammer and... Uh, the engine room. The engine room is pretty cool.
0: The kitchen
5: and and the kitchen. That's where we keep all the beans.
0: Yes, of course. Show show me all those things. I the claw. That does sound intriguing. She's like staring at her own little clawed hand. <laughs> you may be let down by that one,
5: Doctor Shepard. Uh, I I feel like you've used the claw a few times. Do you want to show them the claw? Mm,
0: yes. Follow me. The claw is attached to the main helm of the ship and you can control it from up there. You also have the starboard gondola and that's where the zapper is connected to. You have the boarding ramp and kind of lab room that you all just entered through and then of course the engine room and the sleeping quarters. So the the ship is big, but like no single room on the ship is as nearly as big as like the throne room, but certainly the whole ship itself is bigger than the throne room, but it, you know it's nothing compared to their entire massive lizard cave.
4: Yeah, I'll take him to the claw and I'll I'll grab a seat. I've always pictured the claw where it has like uh almost like 360 view window so you can see where the claw is at all times and I'll start to like just move the claw around and uh like open and close it and just You know, give it a spin, show it off a bit.
0: She is like looking where you point at the claw through the window, which even just windows are amazing. Orzo, like, she's never even seen that. You know, she's like tapping it, like, it's, I can see through it, but I can't move through it. Mm, Class, it's sand and water pressed real hard together. It's amazing. Your science magic is amazing.
4: You want, you want to touch this lever and move the claw
0: well of course Minksy. why don't you do more science magic i want this she like taps the glass <laughs> and then she's going to start playing with the claw and is um just st- you know like staring outside like in disbelief that she's controlling this massive claw by moving her wrist just a few degrees here and there you know inch to the right inch to the left
4: boy if we could recruit this person to our party we could have some real fun <laughs>
1: Hey, Minxie, uh how would you like to see the engine room with uh, with uh, old, old Solred and and uh, my little friend Apricot here and myself?
0: Minxie will look up and then, like, look over to Orzo, and it seems to have, like, a reluctant look on their face. But is like, yes, Minxie, go play, go play, and, like, kind of shoots them away uh, with her claw and just continues moving the joystick to control the claw outside, just completely amazed by it and just 100% entertained. Mingxi will just kind of uh, look away, seeming a little dejected, and just kind of follow you over towards the engine room, not saying anything.
5: So question, is the engine room where the one body is that Info stabbed with their sword arm? No, I
1: think I moved it. I hid it in a bunk or something. Okay. We've got okay. so many
4: bodies on the ship we can't keep track of where they all are. Well no,
2: because we, we just you just yeeted the old body <laughs> off of the examining table to put the new one on.
0: Yeah, and then you pushed that one off too. That was you cleaning up. You're like, I'm gonna clean up and you just pushed it <laughs> oh, off. Oh
4: yeah,
2: that's yeah. right. Okay.
4: After this arc, we will clean the Gary. We'll get rid of all the bodies, yeah, okay. maybe except one. And uh just get it real spotless.
0: So well. Orzo is moving the joystick and playing with the claw with Dr. Shepard. Minxie is reluctantly following Ava over to the engine room.
1: Uh, I think so. So I'm assuming we would sort of, you know, all go in. Is that, Solred, are you like bringing up the rear or?
5: Yeah, I can do that. uh,
1: And then shut the door. (laughs) So this is the engine room. You're very smart. I'm sure you know what an engine is and
5: does. And Soul Red's, like, pulling the manual out of, like, this little pouch, which is actually, like, really cool, like, and flips a couple pages. <laughs> and then, like, looks up at Ava's, like, uh, maybe maybe another time.
0: <laughs> they're looking around, and then just kind of, like, quickly, you see their eyes go back and forth, and then they just, like, shrug, but in a sort of half-hearted way, where you kind of feel like they almost seem like they're acting just weird about it like the way they're acting seems like they're like purposely trying to behave a certain way uh how tall are they like less than three feet tall
1: okay so I'm gonna like squat down so that I'm at eye level with Minxie I'm gonna be like Minxie I want you to listen carefully to me blink twice if you are in trouble
0: Minxie's eyes just go wide (laughs) and Minxie doesn't blink but you can tell like the look on their face, their eyes are starting to get dry and they're trying to make sure they don't accidentally blink. Okay. To the point where they're trembling a little bit. Okay. Plus your arm is like as big as their like body, their like torso.
1: Uh, I think we all know what's going on here. I'm not here to blow up anybody's spot. They teach us back at the monastery that snitches get stitches, <laughs> but is there anything we should know about you?
0: Are you trying to make an intimidation check or an investigation check? Intimidation, I don't know. I think. Okay, because <laughs> your tone was fluctuating.
5: <laughs> once once Solred kind of gets a little bit of an idea of what Ava's doing... I think that she'll use her four-foot-something stature, which is taller than Minxie, to stand behind Ava to uh, (laughs) assist in intimidation.
1: Does that mean I have the help action? Because I just remembered I'm shitty at anything charisma.
0: Yeah, I think that's a help.
5: (laughs) Okay. Yeah, I have have, uh, proficiency. (laughs) That's
1: a nine. (laughs) Oh, my God. Uh, The better one is a nine.
0: (laughs) All right, so even with help... From Soul Red, you get a nine. Minxie is just going to shake their head in a a no type of response.
1: Then I stand up and I look at Soul Red like I shrug. I'm like, I I don't know.
0: (laughs) Minxie will quickly avert their eyes to the ground and then just kind of turn around and start heading as if they're going to attempt to leave the room.
5: Oh, wait, Minxie, I haven't even showed you the coolest part yet. And, like, Solred will kind of, like, go over to, like, a spot where she often is, like, repairing things. And she'll, like, let Apricot, like, into, like, the space to, like, tighten a bolt or something stupid. (laughs) But Solred Solred very much thinks it's a a cool thing. Like, genuinely.
0: Minxie just watches silently as you have Apricot tighten a bolt. Minxie looks more interested in ap- apricot than in the fact that apricot's growing in a bolt. But other than that, Minxie doesn't let on much. And Minxie doesn't seem like they're talking. I mean, you don't even know if they can talk.
1: Can I do like an insight check to see? Because you said it seemed like they were trying to act a certain way. Is there any way I could try and see like, if I can tell how they're trying to act?
0: I guess uh, investigation since you're spe- like specifically looking for a specific thing.
1: That's a 10. <laughs>
0: You don't know. You just feel like something about their body language seems like a performance. That's about it.
5: Yeah, I don't. I oh god. Um, <laughs> Maybe that'll intimidate them.
1: <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't think. I don't think Ava would press it any further than that.
0: All right. So the moment that Mingxi feels like they have an opportunity to leave from what seems like a pressured situation, they are going to. They're going to turn. And I would say the only thing you notice is that they're a little too good at knowing how to open this door. They just open it. I mean, they saw you do it once, but they just open this very technological electric sliding door and scurry out into the main cabin of the ship.
5: I think Solar would say something to that because she's like very keen about the ships. And so like as Minxie's leaving, I think Solar would be like, Hey, uh... Minxie, uh, how did you know to, how to open that?
0: You'll see Minxie's eyes go wide. The eyes dart from you to the door to Ava. And then Minxie shrugs and shakes their head in a rapid no sort of fashion.
5: I mean, it it just took, it took me a while to learn how to use those doors. and And I'm pretty good with this engineering and technical stuff. have you been on one of these before
0: Minxie's gonna shake their head no and then tap the gem crystal on their staff and then shrug
5: so the the crystal told you it is that like your gary they just nod wow in a crystal that's so cool where'd you get that
0: they're going to point up and then shrug
5: like from the sky
0: They're going to shrug. They look more panicked with every question.
5: Minxie, you
1: seem to understand us just fine. Are you uh, just not a talker or?
0: Minxie will point at the crystal and then nod in a yes fashion. Okay.
5: Oh, Ava, I wonder if it's kind of like our comms, where we can understand people and but we can't always talk to them. And then Ride will look to Minxie for like confirmation.
0: Minxie will point at their throat and then nod and then shake their head in a no fashion and then point at their throat.
1: Oh, okay. So it's more of like a biological thing. Gotcha.
5: Are there any like visible scars on Minxie's throat?
0: No, no, it just looks (laughs) like they're just motioning to like their larynx. Not not like, hey, look, I'm abused. There's cuts all over my throat. Can (laughs) Kobold's usually speak in this? uh
4: fantasy world you've crafted for us jeremy yes okay
0: kobolds can normally they normally speak on un- un- torel draconic or oftentimes they'll also know common or under common gotcha
5: hey uh minxie do you know languages that aren't common
0: minxie will shrug and then point at their throat and then point at the crystal on their staff
5: why don't they have
1: ASL in fantasy space? This is ridiculous.
5: Like so they should have some sort of sign language. Well, I I, I get that. Maybe you you can't say things, but do you understand other languages? Like like Draconic or something?
0: They're going to nod and then point at the crystal and then point at their ear.
5: Oh right, it's it's like the the comp. Okay. That was a stupid question, you're right.
0: ming is slowly backing away.
5: <laughs> Wait, but... I, I, I have another question. Um, ha, have you ever been on a different planet?
0: ming will shake their head no.
5: Oh. I just... I, I was just wondering... So, you have this staff with this crystal, right? But so far, on this planet... I I haven't seen anybody else with the stuff with a crystal like that or, or really very many magic items at all. And and where we're from, that's a little bit more common. And so I was just I just maybe guess that maybe you maybe you would have gotten it from somewhere else. I mean if you haven't been anywhere else and then, like Solar is kind of like thinking out loud, <laughs> not <and> this <laughs> way, rather than like at Minxie, just like, huh how how could this be?
0: Minxie will just shrug and then like hold their staff up, looking in like a like they're proud of it.
5: Can I can I
0: see it? They will think for a second and then kind of like half heartedly hold the staff up. The staff looks like if if a normal like if a person that's like you know, around five to six feet tall held it, it would be, it seems like kind of small, like a baton. (laughs) But they will hold the staff up.
5: I mean, Solred's only like a foot taller than Minxie's.
0: (laughs) Yeah, but Minxie's like super skinny like a chicken.
5: Also, Solred knows almost nothing about magic. She's just curious. (laughs) (laughs) They're
0: going to hold it up and hand it to Solred.
5: Hey, Ava! Have you heard of anything like this? And so we'll get kind of closer to the crystal.
1: Yeah, uh, I could take a look. Um, could I do like an arcana check on it? Or? If you want to, yeah. Yeah, just to sort of see like what sort of magic is happening I
4: mean, here. you've gotten all of your bad rolls out by now, right?
1: Yeah, surely something good can happen now, right? <laughs> it has to. Oh my God. Unless. Oh. <laughs> unless
0: it's, it's a, a 12. average this time. Okay, you're looking at this baton slash staff. So first of all... It seems like the staff itself is made of like polished wood with inlaid gems and stones. And then the top of it, it's the wood's been carved similar to look like a, like a three-fingered claw that is gripping this crystal in place. Uh, the crystal is not smooth. It looks like a jagged chunk of crystal. And it actually looks like there's bits and pieces of it that have been broken off at some point in time. But you're definitely feel this is there's magic energy coming from it that this is some sort of casting tool that it's used you know as as a way to cast magic
5: does it look reminiscent at all to like the spell coil crystal type stuff that we have That's what i was gonna ask like when we
1: were in the crystal mine or like the yeah
0: yeah i would say looking at it it does seem like maybe the type of crystal is the same but it doesn't look tumbled and polished the way that processed spell coil staffs look but it's it's very possible it is the same type of gem or something similar
5: yeah so solra does have like an extra crystal coil that i forget where she pulled it up from i think one of the guns in the desert or something Mm -hmm. and she'll pull it out of like her little i don't know maybe she has like a little bandolier with these coils on (laughs) (laughs) uh and she'll pull one out and kind of like hold it close to me like hey it kind of Looks a little similar, like in color, maybe a little bit. I wonder how similar they are to each other, like in terms of how the magic works.
0: If you're literally holding it out right next to it, um, they do look pretty similar. I would say the main difference is the crystals that are used for the spell coil staffs are kind of white with like, like a bluish color marbled in. And this looks more like a green. In comparison. I mean, it's like a bluish green and it definitely looks very similar in a lot of ways.
5: I wonder if maybe this came from like a different mine or something. Like, you know if you get like pieces of fabric and they're like similar in color they're not the same probably because they were like dyed at two different places. Maybe it's kind of like that but they were mined at two different places?
0: Ava, you remember when you were in the crystal mine that was being run um, by the Yankee, that there was different colors to different crystals while you were there. And some of them were purple and pink. And those were the ones that seemed to have been giving off the most magical energy, um, where some of the other crystals were the same kind of bluish and white that you have for the crystal coils. And you remember that when you were locked in that prison, you all identified that this like, these are crystals that people use as this magical power source. And you do know there are a variety of types. Um, you do remember seeing, like, this kind with the green in that cave. But all the ones that have been issued to you by the Lord's Alliance seem to be, like, the white with the blue.
1: Hmm. Uh, in my experience, a crystal can be any color. It doesn't mean it even came from a different mind necessarily. It's just this one is not Lord's Alliance issue.
5: Oh, that's so interesting. And I think Solrod will look at like Minxie again. So this one this is the this helps you do
0: magic. Minxie will nod in a in a yes.
5: How long have you had it?
0: They'll think and then shrug and then hold up both their hands, which is a total of eight fingers. Years? They'll nod when you say years.
5: Okay.
1: <laughs> so at least eight years.
5: That's a long time. And the magic never ran out?
0: They'll shake their head no and then shrug.
5: Do you have to, like, recharge it like like ours? Sometimes you have to, if you use them, you have to, like, recharge them. It just always does magic?
0: They'll nod and then give you a thumbs up with their finger that most resembles a thumb. Do they
5: have puzzle thumbs or is it just like four fingies?
0: No, they do. It's just like not as good as like a human one.
5: It's just like four like fingers that are equally like around like a claw.
0: Yeah, the three fingers on like the staff. But no, they have four fingers and then it's like three little fingers and then one that kind of looks like a thumb, but the just where the knuckle is space, it just is strange compared to okay. humans <laughs> and dwarves and I guess even Dr. Shepard.
1: Minxie, how long have you been in the service of the emperor?
0: They're going to spread their arms and, like, a, like in a sun salutations type way, like above their head, and bring it around to kind of show, like, a like all the time type of sign.
1: Interesting. So before you got your crystal, you were already in service of the emperor.
0: Don't nod.
5: So you were born here.
0: I think when you ask that, they'll shrug and then nod. Yeah, I
5: guess I don't remember my birth either, so...
0: (laughs) Then they'll hold up all their fingers again, except now you realize they're reaching for the staff with them.
5: Oh, yeah, I mean, like, Solvart will hand it back if she's got it in her hand still. Oh, yeah, I mean, like, Solvart will hand it back if she's got it in her hand still.
0: Right when this is happening, Minxie will turn as if to start walking away, except Minxie will suddenly stop in surprise as Sultan and Whiskey are now directly behind Minxie, and Orzo and Dr. Shepard are walking back, too. All right, Minxie, did you have fun? What, what what were you looking at back here? Was this the room making all the buzzing sounds? Minxie will trot behind Orzo in kind of like a puppy following back when its owner gets home or whatever, and uh, immediately Orzo is going to be peering inside the room. Oh, so this is what makes it go.
5: Yeah, it's uh, it's pretty cool, actually. I, I can show you some... Pretty neat stuff in here, if you want.
0: Yes, of course. I mean, after all, I plan on building a fleet of these.
5: Oh, wow. Yeah, they're, they're pretty complicated, but they're also pretty cool.
0: Yes, well, Minxie here can do anything, can't you, Minxie? Minxie'll figure it out. Minxie looks scared at the prospect that is just expecting them to figure this out.
5: Yeah, I guess Solard will go in and, like, start, like, flipping through, like, the manual again, like, showing a page and be like, see... This this is this part here. And then if you touch this button and she like starts like hitting buttons and like the engines like doing different things and uh, like lights are flickering.
0: (laughs) Yeah, Orzo seems um, absolutely just intrigued and amazed with everything that's going on in this ship. And I think you can continue to show off the ship for, you know, however long it, re- it really takes to show them everything. Was there anything particular that any of you wanted to show Orzo specifically? Or did you just kind of want to just give an overall tour of the ship?
2: I think just an overall tour. I, don't, I didn't have anything in particular. It's a tour,
0: yeah. the claw. So I would imagine showing off the whole ship probably takes you know, a little bit over 30 minutes. Um, but you're able to kind of give this grand tour. And... Eventually, Orzo will kind of have had their fill asking all sorts of questions about the technology, even though any time you give them an answer, they you know she can't possibly understand what you really mean by it, just from the big gap in technology. As Orzo's beginning to exit and start heading back to the cave, she will turn. Well, I, d- I doubt your vests are ready yet, but I'm... Sure, we can have Sultan. and she'll motion to him, go and get the warriors ready if you're ready to go investigate the Sawaguin. Now that I've got a closer look at those bodies, I definitely don't want any of that coming to my lizard lair, as you can see. We don't need any more problems around here. After all, we have enough of these crocodiles that we're dealing with. Don't need any fish monsters. But your friend, the statue man, I think he's still inside sleeping or something. Um, perhaps we should go get him, unless you all wanted to stay the night before leaving. Of course, you're welcome to stay here if you need to. I
1: wouldn't, I wouldn't mind if it wouldn't be too much of an imposition, but what, I mean, what do you guys
2: think? I mean, I, I, I think it'd be cool.
3: Yeah,
4: I guess we could head out tomorrow and find the again.
0: Yeah, that would be cool, because then I could, like, eat dinner and stuff, because I'm hungry plus maybe your cool jackets will be done by then and we can all like match and stuff you know Zoltan was already wearing one of these leather jackets made from crocodile skin
1: i think tactically it would be better if we were all wearing matching vests
2: oh it totally would i i, I can't wait to have more matching outfits not just these lovely jumpsuits
0: all right well after showing off the gary you can all head back inside and eventually you will be reunited with info who at this point was able to take a short rest and you will then be shown to some places where you can sleep. Now I will say these quarters that you're being offered are probably not what you were all used to. Even their most grandiose looking rooms are, you know, have dirt and rocks and mud for the walls. Um, There is an ample pile of plant matter for beds. Uh, It seems like they're not, they're not soiled or anything, but it's not like a bed. Uh, It's essentially like nests that you can lay in. And um, they do give you a room that has wooden doors, which is nice. And of course, you are offered food. The food that they offer you seems to be a mix of fish and um, crocodile meat. And that's about it. You also are given water, which is actually like nice, pure water. It's not like salt water or swamp water or anything. Despite the fact that almost, you know, this whole area is, is salt water, including the swamp. But you are all able to spend the night and get a rest overnight. So if you are going to stay the entire evening, then you can all get a long rest and uh, fully recover everything you need to recover. The morning rolls around. And what would you all like to do? You uh, wake up in this room where you went to bed, and like I said, it's just its not the best sleeping quarters. It's just kind of, you know, lizard nests.
5: I think Sword wants to talk to Ava and say, Ava, yesterday I feel like Minxie was acting a a little strict, not that I really know how Minxie normally acts, but just their responses seemed a little strange, and uh, I wonder if we asked Orzo, maybe Orzo would have more information about when Minxie started here and I don't know, maybe we could get more information from her.
1: That's Yeah, I mean, I tried my best, but I just don't know. I mean, if if Minxie is some sort of undercover agent of some kind that means harm to the emperor, the Emperor and her people, that's one thing. But also sometimes folks just look different than you would expect and that's also that's not something i want to be insensitive about so i'm not sure
5: i'm looking different doesn't weird me out so much as where that crystal came from
1: that's true it really is the only piece of magic they have here huh i wonder if would, would whiskey know more about the magic than us probably
5: i'm also wondering too jeremy when we were at the Arakokra area, and we were up in like the nest, and there was all like the broken machines and stuff. Like, would those things have been run by crystal coils that they could have been like old issued Lords Armada crystals <laughs> or something?
0: There were devices there that seemed like they could have been ran with magical energy and and use crystal coils as batteries. Um, A lot of the things that you saw up top were destroyed. And the only things you really saw intact were kind of like at the landing bay where you all arrived. Um, But there weren't really that many things. It was just kind of like light sources and then the place where you can actually land a ship. But yeah, at the top is where there were all these different devices that seemed like they had been ravaged during the attack. And you all might recall that not only were they... Damaged, but they look like pieces had been pilfered. Pieces were missing. Things had been taken from up there. And um, you remember saying they they used it mainly to control the temperature, since it was uh, one of those periods of time where there's an egg involved that needs to be you know more or less incubated.
1: Are we rooming all together, or do we have like separate rooms?
0: No, you're just in a big room. I mean, you was all... there
1: only one bed? No, there's <laughs> enough
0: beds. This is a big room. <laughs> and it wasn't filled with lizards or you know or like other lizard folk or eggs or anything like i said it was clean it's just they're not like mattresses they're just like piles of fresh plant matter that have been arranged for you in the nicest way they could think of and we got a long rest from that
3: yeah it's been a full 8 hours
0: i was really low on
3: spell slots and all you saw for 5 hours were info's eyes glowing from a dark corner <laughs> well i i
1: think if we had a long rest uh that I think that, like, Solred and I would have had that conversation, but then we probably would have also, like, wanted to loop everyone else in, considering that we're, like, two of the least magical people in the party. <laughs> it's probably better to get more ideas.
0: Yeah, I think you definitely would have had, I mean, l- plenty of time to tell them everything that transpired with Minxie. Um, Was there anything you wanted to do in this room while you're in privacy before interacting with any lizard folk?
3: Info has an idea. Uh-oh it's gonna kind of round everybody up. and Okay, uh, does anyone have gloves I can wear?
2: Why Why do you need gloves?
3: Because I have a plan, and it would be helpful to have gloves for that plan.
2: I, I'm gonna need a little bit more.
4: Before we say yes.
2: Yeah, I, I'm gonna need a little bit more than just you have a plan. What? What kind of a plan? What are you gonna do? Well,
3: so here's the plan. I'm gonna take these, some gloves, if someone has some. And I have an infusion called Gloves of Thievery. So I'm going to put the gloves on. And then I'm going to disguise myself as the little, you know, what's his face? Uh, the little shit eater. Me- means, yeah. Minxie. Minnie, yeah. Uh, And so I'm going to disguise myself as Minnie, And then I'm going to go and grab his staff. And then we'll be able to figure out. Do some more in-depth research on that staff.
2: And you think you can just grab it with no trouble.
3: Well, worst case scenario, he wakes up, she wakes up, it wakes up, I don't know. What was it again? I, I didn't really pay attention. I was looking at all the jewels on the wall. I
1: think I think Minsky is is they-them. They, I believe. Yeah, let's plot to steal their identity, but I draw the line at misgendering. Yeah,
3: they, right. they. Apologies. They. Let's take- They will take their uh, stuff- and then if anyone asks, we'll be like, uh I'm Minnie, and then I'll just point to the other one and hopefully they'll kill it.
2: <laughs> um well, I I I don't know about that. I don't know about that plan. I I feel like there are a lot of problems. It. You want me to kill it? No, I, I we shouldn't kill it. I want to know why why we got a kobold. Mm. Hanging out here because I ain't seen any others. Oh,
3: yeah. True. Very true. So you want me to torture them, then kill them?
4: They might not be bad. We could just
3: hide the body in the in the ship. We got like 30 of them. You don't even know where all the bodies are, guys. I've got so many bodies on that ship. No,
4: no.
1: I mean, just because Minxie is a kobold, we don't know that that has any sort of significance. We don't know that them having a magic crystal is significant in any way I mean I say we just sort of all keep an eye on the situation with Minxie and maybe it doesn't have anything to do with why we're here at all
4: we know they're hiding something but it might not be for nefarious purposes
2: yeah right everybody
3: has secrets I don't not since I published my tell all book
1: that's true you do tell us literally
4: everything how about we just watch them today?
2: Uh, Minxie, I don't believe, is coming with us. And make uh, sure. I believe that's just our, our mm. good friend.
4: Does uh, anyone know if they're coming with us?
2: Yeah, I don't know if Minxie's considered a
5: warrior in in this clan.
4: We need to make sure that we meet all 12 of these warriors and give them all thorough investigations.
3: We could say we're give, you're giving them physicals. Is
2: there time? I don't think we're going to have time for that.
5: Yeah, when I joined the Lord's Armada, that was a really long process. I don't, I don't think we have that kind of time.
4: I just really wanted Jeremy to do 12 different lizard folk voices.
1: <laughs> Each one is a slightly different pitch. Uh, I think if we want to keep the emperor on our good side, we should probably not insult her selection of greatest warriors. Yeah, probably not.
3: Well, can I still get the gloves? Because there are a lot of jewels on those walls, if I remember correctly, and I would like to steal some.
0: Do the combat suits have gloves? Um, I think they can. I think they, they're removable. Like, they do, but you don't have to wear them all the time. You'd probably want to wear them in open space.
1: Like, I don't wear gloves because I have sick hand tattoos that everybody has to see,
5: but... Are gauntlets considered gloves? Because I have gauntlets of ogre power. <laughs>
3: <laughs> and Info doesn't wear them because of the arm blade.
4: Uh, I don't know if you can infuse
0: magical items up that are already <laughs> magical, though.
2: I mean, I guess I probably do,
0: but... So almost no one wears the gloves. (laughs) Everyone has a reason. Yeah, in the helm, there's a glove box, and it's actually being used. (laughs) And you all have all your gloves in there, I guess, except for Whiskey, who's wearing the gloves.
4: (laughs) That's what the glove box
0: is for. As you are all talking, there'll be like a knock at the door, except it's such a loud and strong knock that the door actually kind of bursts open, and there's Sultan. He's like, good morning! Oh, sorry. I always do that. And he accidentally broke the door. That's our soul tan. Anyway, um, hey, how's everybody sleep? Great. Oh, wow, those are some nice beds. I wish I had a bed that nice. What? They must really like you.
2: You don't get a good bed?
0: No, look at that. That looks real fresh. That plant probably only like three days old.
2: Um, I'm sorry, you don't get a good bed. I feel like you should. You deserve a good bed.
0: Yeah, it's okay. I probably should forage for fresh plants more often.
2: Does that affect whether or not you get a good bed?
0: Well, I gotta make my own bed. I'm a doll.
2: <laughs> okay.
0: You don't make uh, your own bed? No. Oh, wait, never mind. You have Howard.
2: Right. Yeah, Howard uh, does the bed foraging for me.
0: Well, it's Howard anyway.
2: Oh, um, he's he's right here. And I pull him out from the little pouch where he's hanging out and put him on my shoulder.
0: Yeah, I sorry, I yelled at him earlier, but he tried to climb in my ear, and it was weird.
2: Oh, okay. Yeah, I'll I'll go over and and tap him and cast tongues. Oh, that's better. Okay,
5: what now?
0: Yeah, the only word you understood was Howard. Um, I said, "Hey, good morning." Why are you touching my knee?
2: Good morning, Sultan. Uh- I cast a magic spell on you so you can understand all of us, and we can understand you.
0: Well, you can all talk now? Always could. Yeah! Whoa!
2: Can you understand me right now?
0: Yeah, whoa, that's crazy.
5: Yeah, I, I did definitely did not learn Draconic overnight.
0: Wow, you're way nicer than Howard. Oh! What did Howard do? <laughs> Let's just say he's smarter than he seems. And he, he gives you an elbow shrug like a... You know what I'm talking about.
2: I... I- I don't know what you're talking about, and I'm a little concerned now.
0: What? Howard's a nice guy. He's just a little misunderstood.
2: Uh, yeah, okay,
0: okay. Oh Also, he doesn't like cabbage, so don't feed him that anymore.
2: All right. Uh, I'm sorry, Howard. I didn't realize that.
0: Does he like lima
4: beans? <laughs> um, I don't know why.
2: Dr. Shepard, everybody
5: likes lima beans.
4: Yeah, can you ask? Because Soul Red's been trying to feed him some lima
0: beans. Howard, do you like lima beans? Howard just stares at him. (laughs) I don't think so. Howard whispers real quiet sometimes.
2: Yeah. You
0: should know this. I thought you're like best friends of Howard.
2: I am. I just didn't know about the, the, I'm sorry, Howard, buddy.
0: He said it's okay. Okay. You have to have special lizard ears to hear Howard. Yeah,
2: I guess so.
1: Can you hear Apricot? And I take out Apricot and sort of hold her up
0: like Lion King style. Oh, sorry. I don't speak mouse. Oh, but you do now. (laughs) Mm, I don't know. Hi, Apricot. Yeah, I don't know. I'm getting nothing.
4: Tongues does say the creature has to speak at least one language i believe
0: all right well it was it was worth a shot <laughs> howard you're so funny howard's always so funny
5: does howard speak a language
0: you guys you none of you heard any noise come from howard mm, i don't i don't think th- i don't think i can yeah it's howard. about they're called micro vibrations you have to be very perceptive howard says all sorts of stuff look at the way he's shaking his elbows It is, yeah, I I like it too. It's like a little furry worm. Good one, Howard. Apricot just looks at Howard
1: and just like narrows her eyes.
0: (laughs) Anyways, also ready for you all. And uh, we have breakfast with poached eggs. Don't worry. They're not lizard folk eggs. They're crocodile eggs. Y'all ready for breakfast? Always.
4: Mm, That seems very lizard folk adjacent egg type. Do you have our vests?
0: Whoa, you can talk, too. I thought they were just joking. (laughs) The vests are ready. They're pretty kick-ass, too. Is he, like, a Gary? Like, can he fly and stuff? Can't fly
3: yet. I'm good at falling.
0: Don't give him any ideas.
2: Uh, no, he flies in the Gary, but he's not a
0: Gary.
3: Just a matter of time.
0: Alright, cool. We'll gather your things. We're gonna go see Orzo. I got my 12 best warriors. The 13 of us are super strong. Plus all of you. Awesome
3: do you have a ring by chance uh what do you' mean like a ring like a little circle that goes on your finger
0: yeah I could probably find a
3: ring that'd be awesome if you could find me a ring any kind of ring
0: yeah sure cool come on let's go let's go check out uh, uh breakfast that sounds good
1: yeah I need like I need a lot of eggs like Gaston style
0: <laughs> I'm ready to go fight some sour good I don't really like them and they smell bad agreed and with that you're all escorted to the breakfast hall and that is where we'll end this episode of Eclipse. Hey everybody, this is Jeremy, your DM. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of Eclipse. I hope that you enjoyed it as much as we did when we recorded it. The plot is really starting to take off now, so I'm super excited to get deeper into this story. The next episode of Eclipse will release in two weeks, so make sure that you're subscribed to Eclipse so you never miss an episode. And if you've enjoyed Eclipse... Please tell your friends about us. Go wherever you like to get your podcasts and leave us a rating and a review. We've gotten a lot of downloads and a lot of positive feedback. So I really, really appreciate all the support. You can keep up to date with all the Eclipse content by following us on Twitter. That is at Pod. We are super active on there. You can also go to TheEclipsePod.com where you can learn about the show and the crew and all the awesome voice actors that are playing the characters for Eclipse. Eclipse is part of the Majestic Goose podcast network, so you will want to check that out as well. We're home to over a dozen podcasts and streams. We have everything from actual plays to talk shows. We even do a live nerdy craft stream every week, so we really do it all here on the Majestic Goose network. We release new content six days a week with shows like Doom Clock, One Shot Onslaught, Halfway to Hero, Dice Talk, Roll for Weird, and many, many more. So go to MajesticGoose.com and check out all that awesome stuff on there. You can check out our weekly streaming schedule and just come say hi to us. Thanks again for tuning in and we'll talk to you next time on Eclipse.